0: First, if your podcast app is set to skip silent sections, disable that in your podcast app settings for this podcast. To begin, lie flat on your back or sit comfortably in a chair, uncross your legs and arms, and close your eyes if you can, and try to bring a sense of calm, a sense of quiet, a sense of silent presence in solitude with God into your mind, into your heart. Just begin by taking in a deep breath in through your nose and focus on sending the air deep into your belly, maybe using your stomach muscles to make your belly rise so that you can make sure that you're breathing into your belly. And then as you exhale, focus your mind on Relaxing the muscles in your body. Let your out-breath be a little longer than your in-breath. And focus on letting your muscles soften. Ease. Relax. With each out-breath, breathing in through your nose and breathing out slow, easy. Your out-breath is a little longer than your in-breath
1: so that you can focus on letting your body drop fall toward the ground. As you exhale, try to imagine slowly
0: letting the air out of an air mattress. Kind of that image. As you're breathing out and your body is becoming more relaxed, your muscles throughout your body Softening.
1: Releasing. Letting go of tightness. Releasing tension. Sometimes there's tension in the back of your neck or shoulders. Just focus on
0: releasing that with each out-breath. Sometimes there's emotional tension in your gut. Focus on letting that go with each out-breath. Maybe your scalp, forehead is tight. Focus on releasing the muscles
1: in your scalp, and your forehead, with each out-breath. With your eyes closed, imagine your legs and arms just lying there, doing nothing. Carrying nothing. Just lying there limp. Heavy. Falling heavy into the surface you're on. Imagine your body being like water. Falling toward the surface. Letting go. Focus your mind on feeling
0: the sensation of how your body is completely supported from underneath, completely held. Your whole body is able to let itself relax, be held a little more as you let go, let your body fall into the
1: surface you're on. Feel that especially while you exhale each breath. I want to come back again to the version
0: of the Lord's Prayer that is given by Luke in Luke chapter 11. It's a shorter version, more cryptic than the one you see in Matthew 6. It's, the one you memorize is not really the one in Luke 11. It's the one in Matthew 6. But the one in Luke 11 is similar, except it just has shorter phrases a little bit. I think it's probably an earlier version before Jesus developed it, so to speak. Or it's just a version that Luke picked because it gets to the point. Either way, it does get to the point. And in it is the context where Jesus just got done telling his friend Martha, Martha, Martha. I love how he says her name twice, just looking her in the eye and trying to help her really listen to what he's getting ready to say. Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things but only one thing is necessary. I just think that is so loaded with language for us. Anxious and troubled by so many things because we have too many things that are important to us, that are perhaps in a more important place to us than the one thing that we really need. The one thing is where Martha's sister Mary was sitting at Jesus' feet, listening to him, listening to his words. And Jesus said to Martha that Mary has the one thing that will not be taken away from her. And he said she has the better portion. That word portion often means inheritance. She is having the better inheritance, the better possession, because she has the one thing that without which you have nothing in the end. I think it says something to us about the things that we let tighten our muscles, make our gut filled with anxiety, tense behind our neck, our shoulders, headaches with tight muscles around our head, or just a mind that's always racing, rehearsing, anger fantasies, what I should have said when they said this, or something that happened that i'm ruminating on and i think these things take on a almost an enormous weight because they've become too many things instead of the one thing that is necessary we are anxious and troubled because we're distracted by too many things that's the word luke used when he talked about martha being distracted he said The reality is is that Martha probably didn't have any idea that she was being so distracted and anxious and troubled until Jesus got her attention in a loving way and said, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled by so many things. Anxiety, tension, insecurity, fear, worry, it's often hidden in our mind, we don't really, we're not really aware that we have it. It's hidden in our body, and it's hidden in our racing mind, but we're, we're not aware that it's because we're being anxious. It's because we're being insecure. We just think that's what life is because we've gotten used to that sort of being a low burn, constant presence in our life. And it happens when the one thing stops being the main thing and just becomes another thing on a long list of too many things. And so right after saying that to Martha, the very next line, now it's another chapter, but Luke didn't write in chapters. The, The original of this was not written in chapters. It's just the next line. Jesus is giving what we call the Lord's Prayer. And what he's doing is trying to help us, in some sense, turn right side up are too many things. And so normally when we pray, we are asking God for something that we want. And what Jesus does is he puts that part of prayer toward the end and he makes the beginning of prayer focusing on the one thing that we need. And so Jesus says, when you pray, say, 'Father, hallowed be your name, that the God of the universe is your Father, and you're coming before Him. And it's like when Jesus said in Matthew 6 that when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. That Jesus wants you to have this sense that you are present with the God that created this entire universe. You're present with your Creator. You're present with the one who inhabits eternity. And you're present with him because he is 100% always present with you. He's infinite. So he's able to be 100% present with you without being any less present anywhere else. So in some sense, I think Jesus is saying the very first thing you do to make the one thing the main thing instead of just another thing on a list of too many things is to get the attention of who God is to you. He's your father. And you are with him. 100% He is present with you in this moment. In this moment. It's not just some future promise. You connect with God right now in this moment. And the first request is, hallowed be your name. We talked about that in the last episode. Ultimate is your name. You are ultimate in your glory, ultimate in your beauty, ultimate in your splendor, ultimate in your radiance. You are the most important, the most worthy of my worship, the most trustworthy. And then the next line is, your kingdom come. Now, in the New Testament, we can't really ever separate Christ from his kingdom because Christ means king. So to even have a concept that we are in a relationship, that we are connecting with Christ, that Christ is in us, that Christ is our Lord, that we are in Christ, always has with it the idea that we are part of his kingdom and that we are, in a sense, living our lives in the context of that reality. His kingdom coming back to earth in other words heaven coming back to earth when Christ returns and brings restoration to all things and brings resurrection to the bodies of those who are in Christ and this is why your body is an important part of your soul forever because there will be a resurrection of your body and your salvation it's part of the gospel paul says the redemption of your body is the hope for which you are saved and Romans 8, 23. When Matthew gives one of his summaries of Jesus' ministry, he says in Matthew 9, 35, Jesus went through all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom, and healing every disease and sickness. Now, those two always go together because Jesus' miracles were always signs of the reality of the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God was ultimate healing. That giving sight to the blind is a picture of what the resurrection of our body and the resurrection of this world will be like in the kingdom of God compared to now. Giving hearing to the deaf, allowing the lame to walk, giving life to the dead, or even taking small resources, and creating abundance out of scarcity, these are all signs of the kingdom of God compared to reality in this Genesis 3 world. All of Jesus' miracles were pointing to the good news of the coming kingdom. That's why they were called signs. So hear Jesus' words and use your imagination to picture, to imagine this incredible image Jesus just gave you. The righteous will shine like the sun. That's bright. It's radiant. That's what holiness is. The righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their father. He's actually, again, like I said, quoting from the Old Testament. This is not some new teaching Jesus is saying for the first time in the Bible. But this is an image Jesus wants you to have. So run with it, with your imagination. This is biblically guided imagination. Imagine your resurrected body that in some way is described, maybe poetically, I don't know, maybe not literally, but in some way is described as a body that's shining like the sun, an existence, a life, you as a person, shining like the sun in the kingdom of your Father a body of radiance, a body of glory, a body of beauty, of power, a body of purity without sin, a body of righteousness. Remember, us like what Paul says is true for every Christian in 1 Corinthians 6.11. You were washed. You were sanctified, made holy, radiant. You were justified, made righteous in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. So right now, right now, there's a sense in which your body, who you are, shines like the sun in the kingdom of your Father. In an imaginative way, it's going to be true in the resurrection, but because that's going to be who you are, That's how you are now. That's how God sees you now. And in some sense, it is true of you now because you were washed and you were sanctified and you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of God who's in you, in your body. So take a deep breath in through your nose, into your belly. Fill your belly with air and let your stomach muscles make your belly rise. And then as you take a deep exhale, use your biblically guided imagination to imagine even now the Holy Spirit, the source of all things that exist, the giver of all life, right now is in your body as a holy temple, washed, sanctified, justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, by the authority of Jesus himself and by the Holy Spirit who is in you. Even now, even now, God's power, God's radiance, God's kingdom is in your body. Your kingdom come is a prayer that heaven would return to earth and that you would be part of this restoration of all things and the resurrection to shine like the sun in the kingdom of your father. It's Jesus' way of getting you to focus on the one thing first and foremost to make that the one thing and then all the other distractions, the being anxious and troubled by many things, take their rightful place under the one thing. So imagine right now as you exhale the comfort of having the one thing without which you have nothing in the end, but with which you have everything
1: because you have the kingdom of God in you. Try to feel this truth within your body, the kingdom of God is in you because the spirit of God is in you. Christ the King is in you. Let that sense of feeling that truth in your body become
0: the one thing you know you have that outweighs all the anxiety, all the tension, all the tightness, all the stress all the insecurities, all the self-protective reflexes. Those are the distractions. Those are the being anxious and troubled by so many things. But only one thing is necessary. Jesus is not saying you don't need other things. In fact, he says your father knows that you need them. But seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be given to you as well. If you focus on the one thing, everything else falls into place. So in the next chapter of Luke, Luke 12, verse 30, Jesus says, For the pagan world runs after all such things, all the anxieties and troubles and the distractions, the many things that they have to have. And he says, And your Father knows that you need them, but seek his kingdom And these things will be given to you as well. Do not be afraid, little flock, for your father has been pleased to give you the kingdom. It's an amazing sentence when you really think about it. So imagine this being true for you right now. Jesus is giving you imagination that you don't have to be afraid because your father is pleased to give you the kingdom. He knows everything you need, and so all you need to have is the one thing. Christ as your king so that you have his kingdom. Seek his kingdom, Jesus says, and these things will be given to you as well. So don't be afraid.
1: Don't be anxious. Don't fear. You just need to focus on one thing. So right now, feel the calm,
0: the calm confidence, the security instead of insecurity, the sense of peace and security and calm confidence instead of self-protective reflexes. Feel the joy and the peace of having the one thing, the kingdom of God within you, the spirit of God within you, Christ, the King of the kingdom, in you. And feel this right now in your scalp. Let the tension in your head release, the tension in the muscles in your scalp let go. Focus on if there's tension there and see if you can focus on releasing those muscles in your scalp and the back of your head.
1: Just notice what it feels like to let those muscles release. And now the sides of your head. And now your forehead. Any tightness in your forehead, a furrow brow, let those muscles release.
0: Experience the calm confidence, the peace, that you really just need to focus primarily on one thing, One thing that Mary had that will not be taken away from her.
1: Rather than being distracted and anxious and troubled by too many things like her sister Martha.
0: And feel that now in the muscles around your eyes. A lot of times we hold tension in the muscles around our eyes and behind our eyes. And it squeezes our eyes. And often you can tell if somebody is experiencing anxiety and stress... By looking at their eyes, because their muscles are tightening their eyes. Their eyes look tense. See if you can sense any tension in your muscles around your eyes.
1: And let that go. Let those muscles release. Soften. And now your cheeks. Just letting your
0: face drop. You don't have to hold an expression on your face
1: right now. Let your cheeks completely fall. Relax. Let go. Release. Now your jaw. Just letting your bottom teeth
0: fall away from the top teeth and let your jaw just drop. Your mouth, your tongue all the way deep into your throat. See if you can let your muscle of your tongue just lie there. It's kind of hard to do, but if you focus, you can do it. Just let your tongue lie there deep into your throat. And just notice how when you do that, your whole
1: face relaxes at a whole new level. And now going down into your neck and letting your neck release any tension. The back of your neck, your throat, and just your whole head, letting it just lie there, be
0: at ease, relaxed, resting secure, because you have the one thing. You just need the one thing, and everything else will be given to you as well, Jesus said. If you have the one thing, you don't need to be afraid because your Father is pleased to give you the kingdom. Feel that security, that calm confidence in your
1: shoulders right now. Just letting your shoulders be at ease. Your shoulder blades drop toward the ground. Releasing any burden that they've been feeling. and Letting that release fall down into your arms in your hands. Jesus said, For the pagan world runs after all these things,
0: and your Father knows that you need them. But seek his kingdom, and these things will be given to you as well.
1: Do not be afraid, for your Father has been pleased to give you the kingdom. Just use
0: your imagination now to imagine Jesus' words. Your Father looks at you and he is pleased because Christ is in you and you've been washed and you've been sanctified and you've been justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the King of the kingdom, and by the Spirit of God who is in you. In your body as his holy temple, radiant, powerful, presence in your body because your body has been made holy imagine this being true of your body right now as your
1: head is resting secure your shoulders your arms your hands Jesus says in Matthew 13:44, he says, The kingdom
0: of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again. And then in his joy went and sold all he had and bought that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for fine pearls. When he found one of great value, he went away and sold everything he
1: had and bought it. The treasure that's worth selling everything to buy the field. The pearl of
0: great value that's worth selling everything in order to get it. Jesus is talking about the one thing you need. Having joy because you have the one thing. You found the one thing that you need, that you've been looking for all your life and didn't know it. And everything else will come when you have the one thing. So right now, take in a deep breath in through your nose, sending the air deep into your belly and letting your belly rise using your stomach muscles with a deep belly full of breath.
1: And then as you exhale, say quietly aloud, your kingdom come. And feel relaxation security,
0: calm confidence, release of tension, letting go of anxiety, letting go of self-protective reflexes, letting go of anger fantasies. Flood your body with the spirit of God's peace
1: because you have the one thing in God's kingdom. Feel that right now in your gut.
0: Take in a deep breath again and use your stomach muscles to make your belly rise. And as you exhale, feel the release
1: of visceral anxiety in your gut dissipate. Let go. Feel that in your belly, your abdomen, your chest. and now around to your back, and your muscles in your back softening.
0: Your upper back, your lower back, relaxing because you have the one thing. Do not be afraid because your Father is pleased to give you the kingdom. Seek first His kingdom, and everything else will be given to you as well. You don't have to be distracted and anxious and troubled by so many things because you just need the one thing that cannot be taken away from you.
1: Feel that now in your pelvic area, your hips, letting your hips release, your buttocks. With each exhale, letting your muscles soften and release a little bit more.
0: Do not be afraid. Do not be anxious. You don't need to be in self-protective reflexes. You don't need to be in fight or flight. You don't need to be distracted and anxious and troubled by so many things. You can let the tension go.
1: Let the stress go. Do not be afraid. For your Father is pleased to give you the kingdom. You were washed. You were
0: sanctified, made holy and radiant and righteous in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the King of the kingdom and by the Spirit of God who is in you. You are his holy temple. You are his presence on earth. Your body is a presence of
1: heaven on earth, a representation, a place of God's kingdom on earth even now. Feel that in your legs, your thighs, your calves, your ankles, your feet, your ten toes, lying there, heavy, softened, relaxed. Just use
0: your imagination to feel your legs completely relaxed,
1: let go, and feel your arms and your legs at the same time. Relaxing, falling toward the surface you're on. The very last paragraph of C.S. Lewis's book, Mere Christianity, he writes this. The
0: principle runs through all life from top to bottom. Give up yourself and you will find your real self. Lose your life and you will save it. Submit to death, death of your ambitions and favorite wishes every day and death of your whole body in the end and you will find eternal life. Keep back nothing. Nothing that you have not given away will be really yours. Nothing in you that has not died will ever be raised from the dead. He goes on to say, Look for yourself, and you will find in the long run only hatred, loneliness, despair, rage, ruin, and decay. But look for Christ, and you will find Him, and with Him, everything
1: else thrown in. That's the one thing. Imagine having the one thing you need.
0: You don't need to be anxious. Distracted, troubled
1: about so many things. If you have the one thing, may your kingdom come. Feel that calm confidence in your whole body of God's kingdom in you. In your resurrected body, the Father is pleased to give you.
0: So don't be afraid. No matter what happens, your possession is the kingdom of God. Seek first his kingdom and everything else will be given to you. Look for Christ, C.S. Lewis
1: says, and you will find him and with him everything else thrown in. If you found this podcast helpful, please subscribe so you'll be
0: sure to receive our next episode each Tuesday and Thursday morning. Our audio engineer
1: is Diego Huaman. Thanks for listening to Christian Meditation for a Bigger Life.